Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Crystal Popoff. She's back with another venture. This one is the newest retail outlet in downtown. It's called Proper Shops. We're going to find out more about this unique name, the creative concept for retailers, and what to expect if you visit her shops. Today is November 20th, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android if you get our Downtown Radio Tucson app from Google Play or the App Store. Of course, on our show, we have a direct email. It's contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Our uh, social media handles on uh, Facebook and Instagram are Life Along the Streetcar. Our podcast is out there. And of course, if you want to listen to old episodes and um, uh, check out information on the show or the book, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. Must be the uh, holiday season. You know, Thanksgiving's coming up in a couple of days, all kinds of stuff happening. To get us festive later today, the ice is opening over at the convention center. That's right. You can go ice skating in Tucson, Arizona between now and uh, early January, right there in front of the convention center, part of uh, this uh, annual event created by Rio Nuevo. Also, uh, on Tuesday, I believe the 22nd, we're getting a very large, larger than normal uh, Christmas tree at Hockamy Plaza, the downtown Tucson partnership with the city and the county, and again, Rio Nuevo, making it a festive experience in the downtown area. So check out our uh, Facebook page if you want more info on any of that upcoming stuff. And while you're downtown, you might want to do a little shopping because retail's making a comeback. And we have uh, a repeat guest. Her name is Crystal Popoff. She was on last year talking about co-working. And uh, she's created kind of a, a retail co-working space across from uh, Hotel Congress. So we sat down with her to get some of the details. So we're here again with Crystal Popoff. It's been about a year since we talked, uh, which means there's got to be at least one or two new businesses in your life because that, that seems to be your trend. But uh, <laughs> uh, welcome back to Life Along the Streetcar. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here with you today. <laughs> oh, look at that. So much enthusiasm. It's going to be a great, great interview already. Uh, so, so just to catch everyone up, uh, we, you and I spoke, um, I looked it up, it was in December of um, twenty. 21, so almost a year yes. ago, and we had talked about this crazy um, concept where you'd open a co-working space in the middle of COVID uh, called L, the L offices. So briefly, let's do a quick recap about what the L offices is and um, and who you are. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I'm a native Tucsonan. We'll start there. I love Tucson. Um, I left for a little bit, as most people do, graduated um, from the uh, College of Engineering at University of Arizona. Went and got a job in Phoenix, worked there for about seven years, got, you know, some, some good corporate experience, uh, went off on my own in a marketing company and was there. I learned entrepreneurship. I learned that I wanted to work for myself. Um, and then when I got married and started a family, I now have three kids. I knew that I wanted to work for myself. Um, however, 
being an entrepreneur is not always the easiest track, although very rewarding. We have ups and downs like I've never seen. And I know, you know, uh, everyone does, but as an entrepreneur, it feels like there's a lot more weight on the shoulders. Like I remember leaving my corporate job on Friday afternoon and leaving it at the job, right? (laughs) And I didn't check email much over the weekend. I just, you just didn't, I didn't care as much, right? Um, But once you work for yourself, it's your bank account, your life. Um, So it's tough. And when I was living in Chicago, I was part of a co-working space that just gave me community and support and, and optimism um, because I was surrounded by all these other people who were doing amazing things. And when I came back to Tucson, we had um, um, uh, connect co-working which was um, above the Rialto there. Um, And I became part of it. Um, But they shut down in July of 2019. And I knew we still needed it. We needed it for the community. We needed it downtown. And so we opened up the L offices in downtown Tucson in the middle of the pandemic. Yes, Um, but it's an amazing place. We have amazing members there. Uh, And that was such a success. But now we have moved on. So this year in 2022... We opened our second co-working space up at River and Campbell, the L offices north, and we are almost full there. We've got um, room from some entrepreneurs that want to be kind of on the north side of town. It is a beautiful, amazing facility. Uh, If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to. And then we opened that in March of 2022. And uh, like you said, Tom, I just love creating opportunity for people. And I saw a need for flex uh, retail space as well. So that's the project we're working on now. Before we get into that, just really quickly. So the L, this is a throwback to the L train from your Chicago days, correct? Yes. So we moved in. Our our first location in downtown is in this old Chicago music store. And we're on the second floor. And I got the idea when I was in co-working in Chicago. So it all just kind of came together synergistically. And so I'm calling it the L, which is an elevated train in Chicago. And uh, we've kind of kept that Chicago theme through throughout both locations. Yeah, and you got the uh, the elevated theme because you're on the second floor and yeah. the Chicago store. And, the, and I understand, for, if I remember correctly, the this was not a conscious decision to go into the Chicago music store. just sort of worked out for you? It wasn't. A, no, it wasn't a conscious decision. It right. just... It just happened. Yeah. So, and so when I went into the place, you know, when you get that feeling when you're like, okay, I'm on the right track. Um, I went into this as soon as I pulled in and walked in, I'm like, oh my gosh. Cause I had already thought about it being a Chicago themed office space. And then my, there, my agent was touring the Chicago music store. It kind of just came together. And when that happens, you just go. Well, I guess the, this seems to be the, the theme for you. When something happens, you just go. So now all of a sudden we've got uh, another um, uh, series of events that have led you to uh, this next project, which I'm kind of excited to, to share with the world. And you know, for full disclosure, uh, I have um, a place in your new retail shop, so we'll talk about that later. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm not coming in here as a disinterested third party. I'm, I'm very excited about what, what you're doing in there. Uh, but but tell us first of all the concept and and you know the location. Let's kind of get into the basics of it, and then I want to talk about your philosophy. Okay, yeah. Well, the concept is that retailers, um, a lot of retailers during COVID, went online. It was the thing. To, it was the only thing to do, right? So if you have a product, 
how do we bring it to the masses when everyone's at home? And that is a big online presence. So during that time, everyone dove into Facebook ads, Instagram ads. How do I create Facebook groups and invite people to the group? And it kind of got flooded so much that if you're starting a retail business today to get it in front of people, to get it really, um, visible across social media, it is tens of thousands of dollars of ads. And most people don't have the resources to do that up front. So we needed a place where retailers who had these online brands could also be in a kind of brick and mortar, feel the merchandise, see the merchandise, try on the merchandise, uh, setting and people were craving that. I think coming out of the pandemic, and retailers and shoppers. And so um, I knew there was a need. People kept coming into the L offices saying, "You know, I have a T-shirt shop or I have a jewelry shop." Uh, we had a little boutique in there at one point, the L boutique run by Annette. Um, but we're we're on the second floor of the Chicago Music Store, so that traffic uh, it wasn't getting upstairs. So so I knew there was a need. And I believe we found the perfect building for this. We're right across from Hotel Congress, adjacent to the playground in the old proper restaurant. So we're, we're calling it the proper shops. We have about 20 slots within this building, um, different sizes, different pricing for retailers to really go in and build out their own little boutique uh, where we can activate and drive people to shop at these local retailers. This, as I understand, this came out somewhat organically as, as the the owners of the building. One, they think it's going to be a restaurant again in the future, but but we're not going to activate it for a while. Is that kind of a, a fair statement? Yeah, I mean uh, Scott Steitler, uh, Rudy Dabdub, and like the other Love Block partnership, they are working on other projects. They reopened the playground. They've got the old uh, Corbett um, building that's getting opened into a pickleball court, which is a really cool project. If you have a chance to interview someone uh, from that crew, but um, they've got a lot going on. And so, yes, his idea is we have a restaurant concept that we think would do well here, but we're probably about five or seven years out, and the. Um, listing agent, Buzz Isaacson, reached out and said, Crystal, connect with Scott. Crystal has ideas. Scott has a space. Let's see how we can make this work. And um, so I brought him a wellness concept and a retail concept. And I was leaning towards retail and he said, I like it. And uh, so that's where we are at. I've met some of the people that are coming in. Many of them, like you said, were online with no physical presence, but a handful of them have a physical presence in a different part of town, but they're trying to get into the downtown market. There's a, a lot of great boutiques in Tucson, really great boutiques, you know, St. Phelps Plaza on the east side on Tanca Verde. And to get into downtown at a retail location in downtown can be very expensive. So downtown, uh, the prices for downtown is some of the highest for commercial in all of Tucson. So a retailer to go and sign a large commercial lease in downtown Tucson is a very risky move if you don't know if the clientele downtown is even going to like your project. So this fills that gap that allows retailers to actually test drive downtown as a possible future boutique location. So they get a spot within proper shops launch a boutique, see how their, um, how their, how their merchandise does downtown. And then it, it gives them the idea of how to expand or if to expand into the downtown area. The, the concept then, if you're going to be 
I don't want to say transient, but you, but you have people that may be in your shop for a period of time and then expand, which would be kind of an ideal scenario for everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, that, but that means you're without a tenant. So how do your leases work? Yeah, our leases are very low risk. So similar to our flex office space, we do everything month to month. So we just require a one month security deposit up front and a 30 day notice if they're going to move out of the shop. So this is truly very, very low risk to the retailers that are moving into the proper shops. And the nice thing also is we are, we were supported by Rio Nuevo or these, these boutique owners are being supported by Rio Nuevo. Rio Nuevo has actually given funds to the initial retailers that are going into the shop for their build out. So here you have someone that either has a curtain shop like, um, Desert Mariposa, it's on the east side, or the Bra Spa on the east side. Both of them are coming downtown. So they want to expand to a new location. They, they come into the proper shops. They pick out their designated shop area. And now Rio Nuevo is funding 80% of the build-out of their new shop. So you have these types of shops that are opening. And then you have a lot of new shops that are opening. So um, kind of like the Tucson Gallery, which we'll get into, but Reap and Sow, um, closed down their wellness um, line in Orange County in, in California and closed it down during COVID. They moved to Tucson and they get to relaunch their boutique inside of proper shops. Uh, we have Flirte Beauty, which is clean vegan lipstick um, <laughs> with a great uh, kind of a cool concept that the lipstick color matches the woman's nipple color. <laughs> Tom, and you have talked about this, but this concept, when you hear and see how she believes your natural skin tone should be what you should be wearing on your lips with all um, vegan lip, um, lip lipstick and lip gloss, um, it's a really cool concept. So Flirte Beauty is one of the shops going in. Um, Willow's Bazaar Boutique is one of the ones that was is a big online brand. And they wanted to open a boutique, but really, again, wanted to do it with no risk. So these month-to-month leases make it super easy for retailers to, to kind of test drive this concept. So we'll be right back with this interview with uh, Crystal Popoff in just a moment. I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back. We're going to jump right back into the interview with Crystal Popoff and learn a little bit more about proper shops and what makes it unique, not just the shopping, but what other things uh, shoppers will experience. This is an ex- It's not just a place to go shop. It's an experience for a consumer to go and, and really enjoy community. This here, if I was a retailer, this is why I would hands down be opening in proper shops is marketing is a niche that sometimes when you're opening a business, I learned this when I opened the L is tough to figure out if you've never done it. And here we are opening a space that we're going to be driving 
consumers to the retailers and you have synergy between these retailers. So we have artists in there, we have jewelry, we have, um, clothing, we have, um, a mix of retailers that are in this space that all are marketing for proper shops. We also have a wine bar in there where we're going to bring in vineyards to do wine tasting and have some local breweries on tap. Um, we have a huge patio that we're going to activate with live music. So you're exactly right. Consumers are going there for the experience. They get to shop around all these different retail shops. They get to, you know, do some wine tasting, grab a drink. They can go out on the patio, listen to live music grab a bite to eat from little love burger who we share a patio with. Um, so it is an experience. This is a place, this is a destination shopping place that we have not seen yet in downtown Tucson. And I think we are going to crush it. Yeah. yeah and I, I really enjoy this, this concept of, of bringing people out to our, our local vendors because we spend so much time and I know uh, with, with COVID even more time in isolation, clicking links on national okay. websites to have things shipped to our home and that that really that that kind of changed how marketing and and advertising were done and how items were purchased okay. and you're sort of reverting that you're like you know what i'm i'm standing up for local and and we're bringing people back you know that tucson has this really rich history of having the uh, the grocery stores and the markets with inside of our neighborhoods and they were community gathering places. And, and yes. we have that with, with, with a few of those that are out there, but not on a retail level. And, and so I'm, I'm excited by this, you know, philosophical shift of let's stop clicking in the dark and isolation and getting stuff shipped to our house. Let's, let's get out and be a part of our community and, and share uh, in the growth of, of these businesses, as well as, you know, the products that they offer. So philosophically, I think you've really hit onto something unique. Yeah. And Tucson, especially, I mean, the Tucson people support local business in the masses. I mean, you see it all over. And I I think downtown, especially we want to, we create relationships that we want to support them again, other than clicking on a big box store. Um, and we get that, we get that right inside proper shops. Yeah, And we've teased it a little bit, but I am going in with some partners and we're opening something called the Tucson gallery inside of the proper mm-hmm. shops. And just very briefly, cause I don't want to, I don't want to take too much time away from, from your project, but just cause we've, we brought it up. Uh, our focus is to really help some of our local artists get a, a place to, to show their work, um, an opportunity to kind of interact with their, with their patrons and, and really kind of build their own, artistic business with the idea that if they can spend less time trying to figure out how to run a business or make money and more time on their art, it's going to make Tucson a better place. So we've got, you know, six artists going in on the outset, there are more permanent, um, collections, so to speak. And then we'll have artists coming in from, uh, all, all kinds of different genres. And, you know, with our, our goal really is to kind of export them to the world versus, bringing in the world's art to Tucson. We want to take Tucson's artists and, and, and bring them out. We're very fortunate to have some of the most prolific muralists, um, mm-hmm. you know, Ignacio Garcia and Joe Padrick and, you know, Jessica Gonzalez. They're, they're kind of part of those six that, that are anchoring that spot. Um, and we've got people doing uh, texture art photography. Sean Parker is, is a phenomenal photographer in Tucson. And he's agreed to be a part of this initial gallery. All of them with this intent of let's get more art into the hands of Tucsonans and tourists, as well as providing a space for that up and coming artist. So that's kind of the concept behind the Tucson Gallery. I'm going to stop talking because that's more than I'm, I normally talk in any interview, and want to get back <laughs> to the to the proper shop. So tell us the details. Like, how do we find out more? When are you opening? What's the what's the skinny and all that stuff? 
Yeah, and I'll tell you that in a second. But I know you just you just threw out the names, but let's just realize what you and your partners have done with this Tucson gallery is pull together not only the, the famous um, muralists that you see all over downtown Tucson and, and the surrounding areas, but these are award-winning muralists. They've been featured in Sports Illustrated. They've gotten awards all over the world. And so we get to go in. We get to meet with them. You're pulling them in. We get to ask the artist, you know, Ignacio's, you know, maybe have wine with Ignacio, you know, <laughs> and uh, we get to see them paint live. We get to see them filming podcasts. So there's so much that people are not going to, they're not going to realize how incredible it is to, to step inside proper shops and really create a connection with these people until we open. But it's just amazing what you've done, Tom, and we're so excited to have you within uh, the proper shops. But we are opening, we're launching, um, we will have a, a, our soft openings on December 1st and 2nd, and then open to the public on December 3rd. Perfect time for shopping for Christmas and to really come out and support these local artists. We're, we'll have some bands um, that, that, let me, Touch of Grey, Little House of Funk will be playing that weekend. So on our patio, we'll have live music. Uh, we'll have food in the area and come down, support these local artists, support these local merchants and really uh, support downtown Tucson. And then on an ongoing basis, I know there's some limited hours. So can you kind of talk about the, the thought behind that? Yeah, we are only initially going to be open Thursday evening, Friday evening, uh, Saturday, most of the day, and then um, Sunday. So Thursday and Friday, uh, 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. And then Saturday will open 11 to 8 p.m. And Sunday will be 12 to 5. Now, the reason for these shorter hours is a boutique owner also has a lot of expenses in staffing. And we just know the nature of downtown Tucson right now. It is hustling. It's vibing mostly in the evenings and on the weekends. So right now we don't want retailers to have these extra expenses of staffing it through the day when we don't have shoppers coming in. So it's really going to be geared to that nighttime traffic that's coming in and the weekend traffic coming into downtown Tucson. And how do we find out more? Is there a website? I'm sure you're on social media. What, what, what's the, uh, the avenue to get the details? Yeah. First thing you want to do is go to Instagram <laughs> at proper shops and um, it's actually at proper shops Tucson and connect with us on Instagram. Our website is proper shops, Tucson.com and our Facebook is proper shops. So find us on social, um, go to the website, sign up for the newsletter so you can get all of the information. We will even be launching something on our social in the next couple days that you could be invited to our VIP event gala. It's going to be a lot of fun with a lot of influencers in downtown Tucson. So we're launching a contest there. So jump on. Well, I, Crystal, your excitement is contagious. I'm excited by extension and I'm also I'm already thinking about next year um, when I interview you what the what the next project is that you're going to be working <laughs> on. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. We're excited. We'll get one project at a time, Tom. One project, but this one's a really exciting one. Looking forward to it, not just because I have a place in there, but I think this shop has a place in downtown. That's it's going to start bringing that retail fill back to downtown, something we've been missing for years. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar, Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming at downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Thank you again to Crystal Popoff. One year later, open up another venture. We'll talk to her in 2023 and see what's going on. Uh, next week, we've got uh, a cool show. We've got the founder of El Grupo and uh, the founder of Meet Me at Maynard's on the show talking about their their project called Beyond Tucson. Uh, it is a remarkable story, again, coming from tragedy into something very wonderful for our community. We'll get all those details next Sunday uh, after Thanksgiving. Uh, we've also got some uh, cool shows coming up here in December. So stay tuned. And if there's ever any topics you want us to share, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, uh, Lifelong Streetcar. Our email address, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. If you're still using email, which uh, seems to be fewer and fewer of us. And as always, if you want information on past episodes, a little bit about our show uh, and information on our book. Don't forget, we wrote that book this year called uh, My Life Along the Streetcar, a collection of interviews that focuses on uh, the very first year we launched some key interviews that were important to the show, as well as important to um, our community. So if you're looking for a gift, maybe for you know the holidays coming up. I didn't say that, right? It's not even Thanksgiving and I'm talking about gifts. Um, anyway, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all that info. Man, lots of stuff coming up. Ice skating later today. The uh, tree will be lit uh, in Hockamy Plaza later this week. Then we've got the holidays, and then we'll get right into uh, the Thanksgiving holiday, and we'll get right into shopping, and maybe head over and check out Crystal's Place or the Tucson Gallery inside of that. Um, and then we haven't even talked about Parade of Lights. That's coming back after two years, so that'll be in December as well. So we'll maybe talk a little bit more about that next next Sunday. I'm, I'm talking about gifts and it's, 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 uh, November and I'm, I'm kind of jumping the gun here, right? Christmas trees and holiday lights. We don't forget about a uh, good old Thanksgiving day of reflection this, this Thursday. So we're going to leave you with a little music today by, uh, Matthew West. It's a single from 2020. It's called Gobble Gobble. It is the Thanksgiving song. Cause there's a lot about Christmas, but not too much about Thanksgiving. Well, I'm thankful for you, and I appreciate you listening. My name is Tom Heath. This is Life Along the Streetcar. Hope you have a great week and a great, great and reflective Thanksgiving. Many songs about Christmas. The reindeer, the lights, and the gifts. We sing chestnuts are roasting and marshmallows toasting And here comes old Johnny singing